0: My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast, The Weekly Horoscope, from Monday, October 19th, 2020, until Monday, October 26th, 2020. The biggest things happening this week is Venus changes its nakshatra into Uttara Felguni, it goes into Virgo, and it becomes debilitated, the planet of Love, relationships, art, intimacy is debilitated, but there is a sign exchange happening with Mercury, which is over in Libra. And of course, Mercury's retrograde right now, but that sign exchange helps make this not so difficult as much, but there is definitely some challenges with Virgo uh, and Venus and Virgo, as I mentioned in the monthly horoscope, we'll get into that. But also we have the sun changing nakshatras from Chitra to Swati then we'll have Mercury and Sun in the same section of the sky, the same nakshatra. So what can we do with this energy? How we can best work with it? I'll share that in today's episode. If you don't know your chart, go to quietmindastrology.com and you can schedule a reading there. In just a few weeks, I'll be available for readings again in November. So you can schedule there or check out the Vedic Astrology 101 course if you want to learn all about the signs, planets, houses, and all the fundamentals. So if you know where your Virgo and Libra are in your chart, so for example, if you're a Virgo rising, it's in your first house. If you're a Libra rising, you have Libra in your first house. So you just want to know which house is going to be affected to know how this will more specifically affect you. You can go back to the houses episodes and the free guide on the houses to learn more about that. But here's a general overview that affects everybody relatively the same. So first movement that happens is tomorrow, Tuesday, October 20th, Venus moves nakshatras. So it goes into Uttara Falguni, which is uh, symbolized by a hammock. So this represents a time for more leisure and enjoyment and romance and pleasure and chilling out in a hammock if you happen to have one or going for long strolls. Kind of uh, Venus likes just more time, quality time and attention and more intimacy and less structure. With Saturn, of course, and Capricorn, and all that stuff that's happened this year, there's been plenty of emphasis on our structures and uh, reshaping those things. So this nakshatra, even though Venus is going to be debilitated, which makes it challenging, and there's aspects of that I'll cover, there is an opportunity here for you to find more leisure time and go a little slower and not be too harsh on yourself for uh, the next two weeks or so. So this transit ends on November 1st. So allow yourself to go a little slower. An example, I like to share personal experiences so you can see how it's like playing out and somebody who's like always following this stuff is I've had uh, trouble sleeping recently since I got my kitten. So she keeps me up and likes to wake me up at like 3 a.m. to play. And we've gotten into more of a rhythm uh, and I've figured out a little trick which is very painful for me to do but if I feed her and put her outside of my room and shut the door, she's okay and she lets me sleep a little longer without batting at my face. Uh, So today, so I know this transit's coming tomorrow, I let myself sleep in a lot and catch up on sleep. And I like to track my sleep because I'm a nerd like that, Uh, but just to make sure I was getting back on track. Because I know I get sick, I get more vulnerable, my immune system gets more compromised if I don't get enough sleep. So I like to make sure I do and Uh, So that's something I did today to just sort of move into this time of letting myself go slower. And I have a pretty structured day. I've got a lot of stuff going on, Uh, but I I tried to find a way to make sure I just could do nothing in the morning and really take it slow and easy and uh, find ways to do that. Like I like to go to acupuncture. Maybe you like certain body work, massage, yoga, meditation. I think all that stuff is fantastic. Uh, So find a little more leisure time over the next two weeks and that could bring out more of the positive expression of this transit, which can be quite challenging. Uh, but this, there's a shakti to every nakshatra. There's an energy, a power, the feminine power within all of these uh, areas of the sky. And this one for this nakshatra is, it's called prosperity through partnership. Prosperity through partnership. So whether you're in a partnership or establishing a partnership, Uh, This is a time to look at what gifts that you can bring to the partnership, what gifts you're receiving in the partnership. If there's some sort of cause that you like to support, this is a great time for donating, volunteering, or supporting causes that are important to you. So that prosperity through partnership, working with, and uh, as always, like the the saying you might have heard, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So over the long run, there's a lot of prosperity and growth and expansion possible through partnership, and sometimes it requires working through conflicts, and this is what Venus and Virgo can bring up, these sort of mental conflicts and challenges, because Venus is considered debilitated in Virgo. The planet of love and free-flowing spirit and beauty and art, it's, that's not something you can necessarily pin down on a structure in time. And just another personal example, as a musician, you know, it just has to happen. Just when you're trying to write music, it has to be allowed to happen. If you're trying to create an intimacy and relationship, it has to be allowed to just happen. There are certain things you can structure and plan and create the circumstances as best you can. But the Virgo with Venus can make us overly analytical, overly critical, trying to get it too much right? And using too much intellect for something that requires feeling and sensing and being present. So anything that to do with art, love, beauty, relationships, expression, knowing that there might be this tendency to try to organize it, structure it, analyze it, figure it out, fix it, and that's the Virgo energy coming in. But Virgo is also a healer, so it's depicted as a woman bringing Ayurvedic herbs. So What can be healed in your intimate relationships right now, in in any sort of expression of art or beauty, creative projects? With this exchange happening with Venus and Mercury, there could be somebody from your past coming back into your life, Uh, unresolved issues of relationship coming back to be addressed, unresolved creative projects or something that you kind of put on the shelf that you want to come back to and finish up. The Mercury in retrograde is going back to our social relationships, our creative projects, and reviewing and revising and reflecting and maybe revamping those things or maybe retiring those things. So all the re-words are important to remember during the retrogrades. Uh, there's also the Mars retrograde happening right now as well. That will be opposite from Venus. So there's an influence of Mars on Venus, Venus on Mars. Where there can be this sort of passion in things to do with relationships, intimacy, art, creative expression with Mars and Venus aspecting each other. There can also be this impulsivity and naivety. So if you're starting something new, know that there might be that rush, that energy of Mars and Venus influencing each other of like, oh, this is amazing. I love it. Yes, let's go. And then It kind of fizzles out. Mars is actually going retrograde. So again, it could be somebody from your past in this situation. Uh, So slow and steady with Saturn and Capricorn. It's it's a time to be slow and patient with everything. And with the Sun and Mercury together, and both will be in uh, Swati Nakshatra after Friday. So Friday this week. And then they'll stay there for a while until November 7th. The Sun will be in Swati Nakshatra. And this is the shakti, the power of this nakshatra is to scatter like the wind. Scatter like the wind. So this could have us feeling sort of diffused and scattered. And it's ruled by Vayu, the wind god. And just kind of spread out in all directions and not sure what to do. There's this emphasis on diplomacy and justice and what is right and fair. Is there somebody we need to forgive or something we need to resolve in relationships with Libra? Sun and Mercury are in Libra and Swati Nakshatra. So this is a time of finding what is fair and just and right in relationships, in partnerships, in business agreements, contracts, these sort of things that are all very Libra-esque. So again, this could indicate somebody coming back from the past to resolve these things because Mercury retrograde. Uh, but this is a great time for doing pranayama and breath work. mantra is a form of pranayama essentially especially with mercury there uh, great for the intellect i love krishna das jai utal uh, sanatamkar there's so many amazing mantra artists and with all of these streaming services now they're all so easily to find so if you've never done any of that just looking up like uh, krishna das and just press play and start chanting along. You don't even really need to know what it means or what he's saying. And he would say, you know, it all just means love. And that's a great expression of bringing out the more positive expression of the Venus energy right now. And it gives it a structure because it's the the kirtan, the chanting, the call and response. And it's a structure for expressing love and devotion. So that's a very positive way to work with this Venus and Virgo energy, which can be difficult or we can get too critical, too analytical, uh, too much focusing on weighing the options. There's an indecision that can come up with Mars and Pisces and the sun being debilitated, as I talked about in the monthly horoscope, right? Sun in Libra, sun likes to be in Mars, where it's just like, yes, we're going to do this. No hesitation. But with Libra, it's like, uh, what about that? Is that going to be fair for everybody? What does this person want? Weighing the pros and cons and trying to find the right answer that's going to kind of please everybody. And it's like, oh, I'm not quite sure what I want. And that's kind of the difficulty of sun debilitated here. And with Mercury, it's just speeds that all up. And being retrograde, it's not the best time to make the major decisions. But if you have to, meditate, do practices, do what you can to be a clear vessel and channel for whatever unique expression wants to come through you without too much fear of Saturn and Capricorn or too much impulsivity with Mars and Venus uh, or too much detachment with K two and Scorpio or too much uh, trying to say, oh, they're this way. I've figured them out. It's like this They've got this personality disorder. That's the problem. I'm just going to cut them out of my life. They're toxic, right? That's sort of K2 and Scorpio at its worst. Uh, But a more positive expression could be, you know, what is the spiritual lesson here? Why is this happening for me rather than to me? How have I contributed to creating this scenario? Whether it's not establishing clear boundaries, Sun and Libra can have that issue. Or maybe it's just time for a change, and that's okay too. And there's, especially with the big Rahu K two transit that just happened, you know, it's a big time for change for a lot of people. Uh, It depends. Again, you want to know your chart. Look where all this stuff is in your chart. what I'm saying, whenever I say a sign, look at that sign in your birth chart, and that's the house that's being affected, right? So uh, if you're talking about Virgo and it's your first house, that's Virgo rising, that's your first house. So uh, that's how you can apply this to yourself and go in more detail. But if you want to personalize readings to really understand what the hell is going on in your life, if you got challenges going on, you can schedule a reading at QuietMindAstrology.com. I'll be available to give readings, uh, in early November. And, uh, that's the big stuff happening this week. So again, Venus and Virgo can be challenging. Sun and Libra can be challenging. There's this indecision in... in lack of clarity but this is a time this idea of like scattering like the wind of the uh, the, chi, the the swati excuse me swati energy of uh, sun and mercury so it's a time you could explore planting different seeds trying different things and one of my spiritual teachers would say you know she's always just planting seeds and she doesn't know what's going to sprout or where it's going to lead but she's always just planting seeds throwing seeds out it's, what about this what about that have you considered this And you don't want to get caught up in that too much and get too indecisive and unclear. Uh, There will be this need to make a clear decision in this transit over the next couple of weeks, if you haven't already. And uh, there is a lot of relief that can come with that. Whatever you've been indecisive about, it's okay if you make a decision and you decide to change your mind later. It's okay if you make a decision and you realize it's not what you wanted. It's okay if you make a decision and there's this big grief and loss that comes with it. that's part of what transits are really about it's change so maybe a a dynamic a partnership a relationship needs to scatter like the wind and not have the earth energy the glue the binding quality of holding it all together and holding all these memories and thoughts and what it could have been and what it was and what was this way the partnership was and how it should have been right? That's all earth. Now it's in this time of scattering it. So diffuse, start over, reset, forgive, find what's fair and just, and move forward. And maybe it's with the same partnership, the same creative project, the same person, same relationship. Maybe it's with somebody from the past who's coming in to teach a new lesson. Maybe it's something completely different, but this is a time for going with that wind energy, the, the value, the wind God that's coming to spread things out move things out of the structure and stability that we might have gotten comfort comfortable with to explore planting some new seeds and when we're planting seeds they're very fragile and delicate and they need just the right amount of water and attention and sunlight not too much because they'll get drowned they'll die right so any new things that are starting to sprout in your life, be delicate with them. It's not the time to uh, try to rush and push forward. It's a time for uh, being patient with Saturn and Capricorn still all the way till April 22. Everything is testing our patience right now and uh, asking us to stay with it for the long run. And we'll get the spiritual lessons that we're looking for uh, as long as we stay the course and stay steady and in alignment with what is true and right for us. And sometimes that requires making difficult decisions in the midst of feeling major indecision with all this stuff going on, Mars and Pisces, Sun and Libra. Uh, but we still do the best with what we have and we move forward from there. And I hope this is helpful for you to get some insight and perspective on what's going on in your life. Please reach out if you have any feedback, comments, questions, at jeremy.quietmind on Instagram or jeremy.quietmind.yoga is my, my email address. And Quiet Mind Astrology is the website where you can get your free chart and see where things are for you. As always, I don't recommend being your own astrologer, but for your entertainment purposes, you can kind of see some things and get a feel for it. Uh, but it's like reading a new language. It takes time. And it helps to have someone show you how to do it. So if you want to do that, schedule a reading, quietmindastrology.com. And thanks for listening. Hope you have a great week and do well and look forward to sharing more next week on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.